What's up, Reinas? Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to talk about this topic that's been a little deep on my end because it just shows me God's amazing love, grace, and mercy on all our lives, right? Uh, especially somebody like me that walked through so many dark areas in my life to be where I'm at today, but I know that God never left me. And so I want to share today with you this topic because I was so distracted at one point. There was a point in my life where I was just so caught up in my phone. I was distracted and worried about what everybody thought about me. I always had to like maintain this image so that I could feel good about myself. And, you know, and it cost me a lot of pain. And thank God it didn't cost me my family. But I can say that I think had I been going down that path still, it could have began to hurt my children even more so and so I really am grateful that God had started to reveal some things to me about myself and just how distracted I really was right and he used people he used dreams there were so many things that I got to get the message through right and I'm grateful for that so I'm going to dive deep in this topic because one thing that's on my heart is that I really feel as mothers we are the example we can tell our kids you know to not to not ignore people, to look at people in the eyes, to not be on your phone so much or your tablet, but like, what are we really doing, right? And it's not just about the phone. Maybe we're distracted in other ways, right? And so I'm just, you know, I just want to share this with you because I hope that it inspires you. It's not meant to condemn you or make you feel shame because that's the last thing that God ever does to any of us, right? It's it's a guilt that we carry, but I want to free you of that today. And I want to tell you that you are in control and you have the power to make decisions to, to begin to live differently when it comes to this area. So let's get into today's episode. What's up, Reina? Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, a faith-led wife, homeschool mom, coach, and founder of BoxFit Queens. My mission here is to help you feel confident in your God-given identity and motherhood because, Reina, I know it isn't easy being a mom at home when you're struggling to feel good about yourself. As someone who struggled with her identity and went down a dark path of drug and alcohol addiction, self-abuse, postpartum depression, and no self-confidence, I can tell you that it's only through God's grace and mercy that I stand here today with over eight years clean, happy and confident with a desire to want to help other moms feel good about themselves. I know in my heart God created you for a special purpose, to love and pour into your children. And as difficult as that can be, you were chosen to have this beautiful gift. It's time to step into your best version of yourself by pouring into your own cup first. And that begins here. As a former boxer and boxing fitness trainer for moms, I've witnessed the powerful results of seeing moms feel confident and empowered with themselves. And it's through this beautiful mission that God put in my heart with BoxFit Queens. So if you're ready to dig deeper in your healing journey, let's straighten that crown, lace up those gloves because you have already been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. What's up? What's up, Reynas? All right, before we get into today's episode, 
I got a couple of things I want to share with you first. One is if you haven't listened to any episodes recently, I have been talking about the 30 day confident mom boxing challenge that's going on. Absolutely free. Look, ladies, you know, if you've been if you've been a listener of this episode of this podcast since I launched this podcast in 2021, you know that I just do not offer anything to y'all. I mean, I went a whole year not telling y'all about things like because I always said, if I'm going to offer something to y'all, I want to make sure that it's going to impact and change your life. Well, here it is. This free challenge is a 30 day confident mom challenge. We are going to work on four different areas. Your, your fitness, which I am going to provide you with all the workouts and a workout calendar. Yes, correct. You get 30 days of coaching with me. Absolutely free. Um. Then the second thing is you are going to get a prayer and meditation. You're going to pray and me- meditate every single day for at least 10 minutes. I'm going to do a few guided videos just in case you need help with that area. I know I have some women on here that are new to praying and just really have been having a desire to really get that relationship with God um, and in their prayer. So I'm going to guide you with that and you can use that to really guide you in your quiet time. Um, The third thing is a mindset personal development. I want you to either listen to one podcast episode a day or read five pages a day of something that actually helps you with your mindset, okay? Something that's empowering, that uplifts you. And then the fourth thing is, this is a good one because it ties to this episode. This one is a habit tracker. So on this habit tracker, what we are going to do is we are going to limit our social media or any area or app that you're struggling with on your phone, we're going to put time limits on your phone. So we are going to do a plan of action on this habit tracker. I'm not going to give you all the details, but I'm just going to tell you that you will see a significant difference if you apply all these four things. Give me 30 days of your time, your effort, your dedication, and I promise this will change your life. From the phone usage to the workouts, to the prayer, to bringing God into all decisions in your life, this will be a game changer in your motherhood. And I wish I had this when I was going through my postpartum journey with my children. Um, I wish I had this when I was feeling lonely or when I was trying to get into a workout program. And here it is. So if you know any other moms that want to do it, come on in, join. Absolutely free 30 days. It's my gift to you. Uh, the link is in the show notes to so go ahead and sign up because Monday we kick off the challenge. But if you're listening to this episode in a couple of months from now, uh, don't worry, you get access to that challenge anytime. It's going to be available to you. The workouts just won't be posted until this Monday. So if you want to get in on the beginning, beginning, start Monday and I will give you your downloadable calendar and your habit tracker. All right, for today's episode, let's dive in. So before we get started, in the beginning of this episode, I did say you have been given the power and the control to turn around these circumstances, right? And I want to back that up with the verse because I think sometimes when we hear about anything being in our control or in our own doing, like sometimes there's this confusion. And I think that with that confusion, we're like, okay, is, am I self-willing it or is this God's will? And a lot of the times that's what paralyzes us to not take action. I know for a long time I did that. Like I was like, oh, but I feel like I'm, you know, I'm self-willing it. I feel like, uh, you know, God isn't telling me to do that. But like God isn't telling me to do this. But I want to back this up with the verse. Okay, so on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, uh, it talks about, for God gave us a spirit, not a fear, but of power and love and self-control. I want you to hear, 
but of power, right? And love and self-control. What that tells me is that God has already given us the spirit where he's letting us feel confident in our decision making, right? Now, we can run with it in a whole negative way. We can say like, oh, that's not giving us permission to go and do bad stuff. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is on the contrary, if you look at this in an empowering way and you think about it as like, wow, if I bring this to God first and I pray about it, I know that if I if I take action, I already know I've brought it to God. I can take action. God is giving me this spirit, not of fear, but of power, love and self-control, especially that self-control one. Think about it. If you're super distracted with your phone, social media, likes and validation and all this crazy stuff, God is already saying he's given you a, a spirit of self-control, which tells me that you already have the ability and everything within you to take control of this area, right? So it's telling us here that we are capable and able because God has given us that ability. All right, now that we have that understanding, I want to talk about this whole concept of us being distracted with our phones like they have been amazing tools don't get me wrong i love the things i'm able to do with my phone as a matter of fact i've been creating content for this challenge and i'm learning how to make videos in this new way and i'm like so in love with it i'm like geeking out over here even though it's been taking me a really long time but i love it and i'm excited and because of it i feel like i've been on my phone a lot more but there's a difference between the way i'm on my phone today versus the way i was you know just a year or two ago, right? I was really distracted. So I'm going to take you back a little bit. So I used to always be on my phone. Um, at the time, I had Facebook. And I would post everything. I mean, I would post my kids. I would post what we would do. I would post my after gym selfies. I would post me and my husband. And there's nothing wrong if you do that. I don't want you to feel bad about doing it. I'm just sharing you my experience. But I would do it all the time. And then the other part would come when I would sit around to see who liked it and who's who's validating me to make me feel better, right? And then the other distraction would come in when I would start to wonder why certain people weren't liking it or validating it. And it started becoming this vicious cycle of like this distraction. Um, then this, you know, then I'm over here worried about my image. Like, how do I look? What are people perceiving me as? And I started really idolizing this whole like... Um, pretty much like I wanted other people I wanted to control how other people saw me right and I did that through social media I said I'm gonna let people see me like this I want them to know me for this and you know because I'm this boxer and I'm this or whatever it was right a trainer and I really just got so wrapped up in that area right and I did this as a boxer I did this as a trainer so I just got really caught up and I started to realize that I was just caught in this endless loop of like these dopamine hits, right? And it started affecting my home life. It started affecting my relationship with my husband, with my children. Uh, it got to a point where I was neglecting the home. I wasn't cleaning up. Uh, I was ignoring my son. I was letting my son get distracted with his tablet. And it just got really out of hand, you know? And I started to really, like, just wonder, like, oh, my God. Like, at the time, I really... It's sad to say, but I really wasn't even aware that I had gotten so bad. 
And I'm sorry, I said a year ago. This was definitely over two years ago because um, it was before I even started my podcast that God gave me these revelations and it's been like almost two years. So this was well over two years ago when all this started happening. So there was a time where, um, and then I was using that as an excuse. I was using my phone usage as an excuse to say, well, I'm trying to grow my business. I'm trying to do this. But the truth was, I wasn't even being productive with my business. Like I was not, I mean, very little. I was getting a few clients, but for the amount of time I was on my phone, I really was not getting like my return. Right. And I just was using that also as an excuse. Like I was lying. I was saying that I was using it for that, but I would end up getting distracted. And I was so caught up in the phone. Right. Like just it was crazy. And I think about it now. And honestly, it's like it makes me sick. I'm not even going to lie to you. It makes me so sick of how caught up I was in that insanity. Right. So I uh, um, for me, this is something that is beautiful, that I love. And this has been happening to me almost all my life. But I didn't realize it until about six years ago, maybe seven, that God speaks to us in our dreams, right? And I've been having dreams since I was a little girl. Like I'm telling you right now, I could have, I can remember some really vivid dreams as a little girl. Well, as that relationship started getting a little more intimate with God, um, I started seeing how my dreams were getting more vivid. I was seeing things more clearly. Um, and then I had a really dear friend that I trusted, uh, that I trusted who, well, I not say trusted, <laughs> it sounds wrong, but I trusted her to guide me through this area because she had a, ex she had experiences like that with God, right? About dreams and visions. And it was a whole new world for me to understand, right? About prophecy and all that. And so she started telling me like, you know, that God speaks to us in our dreams. And I was like, no way. Like, is that why I have such vivid dreams? And I really couldn't believe it. But let me tell you something. Here's a verse. And this is in Job, uh, Job 33 verses. It's in Job chapter 33, verses 14 through 18. And I'm going to read this to you, okay? For God does speak now one way, now another. Though no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in the beds, he may speak in their ears and terrifying them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride, to preserve them from the pit, their lives from perishing by the sword. That is insane because it was like I had this all the time, all my life that this was happening. And one thing that I learned um, that I'm so grateful for is that when I'm reading verses, you know, sometimes when we hear things like warnings and wrongdoing, we automatically think of it as God is punishing us. One thing my pastor told me that I absolutely love is he says, if you cannot read that Bible with the lenses of love, you're reading it wrong, right? I think what's happened is, and I'm going to say this, this may be a little controversial, but sometimes that religious spirit in us and in others can really push people away from wanting to really have this deep connection with God, right? And I know that God is a God of relationship, not religion, right? And there's so many things in the Bible that talks about how Holy Spirit has moved through us and how God speaks to us and what and it all comes back to what Jesus did for us on the cross, right? Um, it says, for God so loved the world, he gave us his only son, right? John three sixteen. So I think about that and I say, okay, when I'm reading this, I'm going to read it from a lens of love. So I'm going to reread that and I'm going to tell you. 
Um, God speaks now one way, now another, though no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision of the night. When deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings. When I got this dream, I'm taking it back to this reason, because this dream that I had is what really made a pivotal point in my life. Right. Um, I had this dream that I was driving down the highway and I was driving really fast and that it was nighttime. And I had my hand, on, my left hand on the steering wheel and my right hand, I had my phone. And in the dream, I looked over to the phone and there were like all these emojis. Like, you know, when there's a live video going on and somebody's liking and laughing and all these emojis are floating up. Well, in the in the phone, that's what was going on. And I kept looking at it. And there was a point where I was looking at the phone for so long that I remember being like, oh, crap, I'm driving. Right. And I looked in front of me. And then I looked down and I had a pregnant belly. Right. And I still it's it's a very deep dream. Right. Um, but I remember that I looked down at my belly and even then I looked back over to my phone. Right. And I'm going to pause right there really quick because when I when I had the dream and, you know, time passed and I and I started really praying on it and trying to seek out the revelation that God was showing me like. I, the dream was showing me that regardless of me having a child in my belly, I was still so focused on my phone and the validation that that was still not enough for me to put my phone down and put the distraction away. That's what the dream showed me, right? Um, then the dream ended with me looking up and I looked in the headlights and um there was a car coming and you know in the dream I ended up getting in a crash right and then I woke up and so I just remember it was so it was terrifying to me right but this this um this verse just reminds me of that like if I'm reading it with a lens of love and we're talking about the part where he says he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings I'm seeing it as like God loves me so much that he is trying to prevent me from harming myself and those that I love, right? He's not punishing me. He's not condemning me. He's saying, daughter, I love you so much. I love you so much that I'm going to tell you, you need to put that phone down. You need to stop getting distracted because you can harm yourself and those you love. And any mother knows that we could not live with ourselves if God forbid we harmed our children in that way, right? But I really feel like that dream was just such a pivotal part in my life that started opening my eyes to say, hey, Monica, you've been really distracted lately. Your mindset has been so wrapped up around this phone, you know, this validation. And you're just you're off the charts right now. Right. It got to the point where and I shared this earlier in this podcast before, too, that I got so bad that my son was like two at the time and he came over to me and he was blocking my phone like putting his little hands over my phone because he was like mom 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 and he put his hands over the phone so that I could stop looking at the phone because I wouldn't even look at him anymore that is extremely painful you know it's extremely painful when I think about it because today I cannot stop staring at my kids (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, um, I love them so much and I'm so grateful for my children. I'm so grateful for my husband. I have the most beautiful family. I love my mother. I love my siblings, my nephews, my nieces. Like I am just so grateful for the beautiful family that I have. I could not imagine not being able to look in their eyes one day you know, or them remembering that, man, mama was so distracted that she couldn't even look at me in my eyes. You know, was I not that important? Was the phone more important than me? Um, so I'm going to tell you what also got revealed to me about that. And, um, and I, and I, this mostly got revealed to me because I was starting to really analyze this area. Like when I started to like journal and think about it, I started getting some key points about what was happening in my life. And I'm going to share them with you. So the first one was that, my phone usage was obviously getting more and uh, my phone was getting more attention than my children and my family. And it was true. You know, it was to the point where I was always on my phone and um, and it was very evident. Like I couldn't have a simple conversation with my with my friends or, you know, go somewhere without taking a selfie or taking a picture, or tagging something or someone. Uh, it got really out of hand, you know. And so I started getting to see how I really started idolizing my phone usage. And it just it just started getting, you know, it started really disrupting my peace and my joy, um, which takes me to the second one. It's a thief of joy. Absolutely. Um, this distraction, when we're distracted, and this could be like you being like so caught up in work that you don't even pay attention to your family no more. This could be you like gambling, you drinking, you using like I want you to replace it with whatever you think you can find fit for this right like what is God trying to put in your heart about distraction and where is it coming from so and I want you to think about has this been giving me joy or is it robbing my joy it became a thief joy like me being on my phone all the time was such a thief joy like I just I got to the point where like it reminded me of my drug use like I almost just I didn't want to do it anymore but I just couldn't stop and that's exactly what was happening to my phone. Like I was so addicted. I just couldn't stop, you know. Um, and then the, the third thing is the comparison. I mean, it was it was getting me so wrapped up in what I thought my life should look like that I was missing out on just how beautiful my life is here. Like I have such a beautiful and incredible life. I don't have a lot, but I have a lot of love. And I have again, I'm, I have an amazing family that I wouldn't trade the world for. And. I can't imagine like losing them, right? I can't imagine pushing them away because I'm so caught up in worrying about what other people are doing or thinking I have to have what they have or that my life needs to look like them. Like, no, man, our lives are beautiful and we need to find the gratitude in anything and everything in our lives. If you woke up this morning and you have two legs to walk on and even if you don't have two legs, but you have... um you have the ability to take a breath of fresh air and you're not on a machine trying to that's breathing doing the breathing for you like you got another shot today right to change your mindset and to be there for your children that's how i had to start looking at life i get another chance today to do something different right god has equipped you with the spirit of self-control don't forget that right and of power and of love and if you do things in love you will not fail, right? If you're doing it out of love and from the pureness of your heart, it's going to always 
be beautiful and fruitful, right? Um, so start looking at your kids more. Look at them in the eyes and just love them where they're at. Don't compare them to other kids. I've been so guilty of that. That's an area I still struggled with. And I realized that that didn't even have to do with social media. That was its own issue, right? Um, but I've just learned to start really embracing and loving my kids right where they're at. And stop this madness of comparison. Um, and then the fourth thing was it was making me really miserable. And I know that um, and it was stressing me out. That's the other piece. I was so stressed and I was so miserable. Around the same time that all of that was happening, um, I remember getting just like so sick. I started gaining all this weight and I was like, what's going on? I had I had lost significant amount of weight after having my daughter. And then I just started packing all this weight back on. And I was so stressed. And I remember going to go see um, my OBGYN because I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to produce milk again. I'm not pregnant. You know, I don't even have a period. I'm just so stressed out. You know, it had already been like seven, eight months that I hadn't had a period. And I just was like bloated. I felt horrible. And, um, and he's like, you know, and we were trying to like, um, exclude things. We got off my birth control. We were doing all things to kind of rule out what was happening. I was in pain all the time. So then it went from him like, oh, okay, well, let's just check your blood levels to, Next thing you know, I'm getting an MRI on my brain because they found a small little um, a small little mass in my brain. Right. And I'm like, what is going on here, Lord? Right. And so what that did for me, right, was it allowed me to start slowing down, right, slowing my life down and stop being so caught up and wrapped up. Um, I remember being in a lot of fear because I didn't know what was to come. And it started making me think like, wow, you know, what if something happened to me? And I never got to look at my children again. Like, what are they going to remember their mom as? You know, we're not promised life. <laughs> we're not promised another day. We are gifted another day. It is a gift to have another day of life. There are people on their dying beds right now wishing they had another day, right? With their loved ones and their families. And when I started to shift my perspective that way of like, man, life is a gift. It's a gift, um, it started making me really change the way that I thought about life. It started giving me a, a life of peace and joy and slowing down. I went from a hectic, chaotic life to I love cooking dinner for my family every night. I'm at peace. I'm, it's joyful. I can clean the house and, and jam out to some worship music and just have my moments to journal and pray and like a life that I couldn't even imagine having before that I wouldn't even think I like. I love it now. I love the peace and quiet. I love the calming of my day, the no stress, putting the kids to bed, reading them a bedtime story, homeschooling our children. Like I became that mama, <laughs> but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really wouldn't. It brings me so much joy and fulfillment, you know? And then I get to help other women. That brings me a whole other level of joy, right? So I say that to say that when we're stressed and we're miserable, it really begins to chip away at our spirit, our physical health, our mental health, emotional health. Um, so take a look, evaluate your life and tell and ask yourself, what is it here that I need to let go of? Ask God to reveal to you where it is that you need help in so you can let go of some of the things that are affecting you. And the last point that I got from this revelation and the most important one was that I had stopped partnering my life with God. You know, I had stopped bringing God into all my decision making. 
and my business and my motherhood and my marriage. Um, so it was a relationship at the time because we weren't married yet. But I stopped going deeper with God, right? I stopped inviting them into my life. I started self-willing. I started getting um, caught up in what the world was saying. I had to do things, getting caught up in what my friends thought I should be doing, what this person thought I should be doing. And I just really started to ignore um, all the signs that God was giving me that I needed to let go of things. And I can tell you, if I had to pick one of all of them, that one became the most painful because when I began to walk in self-will, I realized that nobody, not even myself, will ever have the best interest at heart for me as God does, right? Even the people you love the most are going to let you down someday. And I don't think that they intentionally mean to do it, but they cannot fulfill the needs for you like God can. And I got to learn that if I partner things with God, if I align my will with God's, I cannot go wrong, even if I don't get what I want, even when things don't go my way, I can still say, man, you know what, God, I know you have something better in store for me, even if it isn't what I want right here, right now, because I know God will change the desire of my heart for that thing if it's not meant for me, right? It's happened before when I was so caught up in being a boxer and I was like, I got to turn professional and I got to, got to, I could never imagine my life without boxing. I couldn't imagine my life not lacing up another glove and stepping in that ring, not making a pro debut, not raising my hand to get a world title. I could not let go of that vision. But God, that was not God's vision for my life. That was not his vision for my life. I feel like today, when I'm empowering moms, when I'm doing mitt work with them, when I'm speaking life into them, when we're when I'm praying for them and we're training and we're having fun and they have their children with them and I have my children with me and we're bonding, that's God's vision for my life. Because there's joy, there's peace, there's contentment, you know, um, it's fruitful. And I have to stop and think about those things. When you're caught up in something, I want you to think of it as like, is this fruitful? Does it bring me joy? Does it bring me peace? Does it bring me closer to God? Or is it making me have to run on my own will and try to seek something out outside in my own strength, right? Remember, there's a difference. God has given us the strength of power, love, and self-control. But don't forget that sometimes we can run with that in a whole other direction. So I would just suggest that if you're in that place, pray Ask God first and then move on the revelation on what you feel in your spirit. Run the right way. <laughs> Run the right direction. Don't go like, don't start running in power on the whole other spectrum, right? Because it does, it, it can lead to some destruction like it did for me. Um, I always thought that God's will for my life was to be a pro boxer. I was like, oh, this has to be it. This is going to be it. And when everything started going wrong, I was like, okay, this is not it, God. You know, but I realized that I just was trying to force something that I wanted and not what God really had for me. Because what I realize now is that the things that I thought I desired back then, that I did desire back then, I do not desire today. And the things that I didn't desire back then, I desire today, right? Such so as peace. And like I was telling you, like cooking and being with my family, baking with my daughter, you know, doing fun things with my son. Um, those things bring me the most fulfillment. And motherhood is such a beautiful journey. So I'm going to leave you with this. If you're feeling in your spirit right now that 
this distraction. Um, maybe it's your phone. Maybe there's something in your life that you really is pulling you away from God, your children, your husband, um, your good friends. It's keeping you away because you're just so wrapped up in something. Um, I'm just going to say that it may be social media because that's where a lot of us are struggling right now um, or have struggled. I just want to say that you are able and capable to let this go. Um, and if you need help with that, this 30 day confident mom challenge is definitely a great step in the right direction for that. Like if you get in this challenge just for the habit tracking, I think that is incredible. Like just do that because this is something that I feel will make a big difference in your life and it'll free up time for you to be able to do the other things in your life. So just take care of your health, make time for God. And do things for your mindset to help you be a more happier and productive mom. So don't miss out on joining us on this 30-day confident challenge. The link is down below in the show notes. Come join in. All the workouts and everything will be posted Monday. You'll get an email from me shortly with all of your um, the downloadable tracker and calendar. And I cannot wait to see you there. God bless you, Reinas. And I'll see you back here on Monday for a new episode. Thank you so much, Reynas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message. Because together, we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love